This morning our text is uh, from the New Testament lesson. And uh, let me add just a few verses to the beginning of that from the uh, fourth chapter of the first letter of St. John. Our reading begins at verse 13. We know that we live in Him and He in us, because He has given us His Spirit. And we have seen and testify that the Father has sent His Son to be the Savior of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in Him and He in God, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in Him. In this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. Because in this world, we are like Him. There is no fear in love. But perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. We love because He first loved us. If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For whoever does not love his brother whom he has seen, cannot love God whom he has not seen. He has given us this command. Whoever loves God must also love his brother. Well, greetings from the East Coast, too. It's been hotter there than here, I can tell you that, and more humid. But you see, wherever we are, the Word of God is intended to help us grow in love and to have confidence before God. Let me ask you a question. Have you asked a child for a hug recently? You know, I don't get to see little faith. Well, I don't like to call her little faith because... I know her faith is great, so she's growing faith. I don't get to see her as often as I see my other grandchildren who live very close to us out east. And you know, I like nothing more than to sweep up these grandchildren in my arms and give them hugs and kisses. And last uh, Thursday afternoon when we came and arrived, uh, Joy and Faith were out to meet us at the car. And of course, uh, she saw this individual. She's seen me before, but you know, little ones don't always see that. And uh, she wasn't about to give me a hug. She's seen her grandmother a little bit more often, and she did kind of warm up to her very quickly. Now, she'll sit on my lap and read a book and so on, you know. But she doesn't know me as well as the other grandchildren who jump into my arms and they're getting bigger and it's getting harder for me to catch them, you know. A child will hug and love someone who they know loves them very much. Babies don't have any problem about crawling on daddy's lap or mommy's lap and giving them hugs. Because mommy and daddy have proven their love. And they're not afraid. 
Matter of fact, if anything else makes them afraid, who do they run to first of all? Mommy or daddy? Whoever's closest. You see, God has shown us His love in Jesus Christ so that we do not need to be afraid of Him nor of facing Him at the time of judgment. But, well, the Bible reminds us God is merciful and abounding in steadfast love. We've heard that. We believe it. Do we always apply it into our life in our times of need? God speaks this way to us through the prophets, through His Word, to give us hope and confidence before Him, even at the day of judgment. But we have a a problem. Sometimes we are still fearful of that day. Not quite sure that we want to say with our whole heart, Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Oh, if it's written in our liturgy, we will say it, we will read it. But do we wake up in the morning and think those words? Probably not every day. There may be some days. My mother in her advancing years when she was living with us would say this (laughs) every day. Because for her, life was not anymore what it once was. But she knew that life with her Father in heaven was going to be everything He promised. You see, in our life, we may still be apprehensive, a little bit fearful, not always as confident before God as we would like to be. Some days we feel more confident. Other days, less so. And unfortunately, our feelings that way often depend on what we have done. There have been times when you realized you failed God or failed someone else, And you were probably glad that that wasn't the day that Jesus came. Other days, maybe you did many nice things. And you say, oh yeah, be alright if Jesus came today. But you see, in those thoughts, we've still got it wrong. Now, when you were a little child, all of us had that experience, you know, whether or not you can remember it. As little children, which days did our parents love us? Was it a Monday, a Tuesday, or was it report card day? Was it the day that you broke the cookie jar? Was it the day that you gave mommy those wonderful Mother's Day cards and daddy his Father's Day cards. 
Which days did they love you? Every day. Every day. Even when you broke what you should not have touched. Oh, they scolded you. They may have devised some other form of discipline too. But they disciplined you with love. And they hopefully told you that I'm doing this because I love you. You see, the love of our Father in heaven for us is never altered day to day. It doesn't change on the basis of how we have lived our life. Certainly we disappoint Him. Daily we do it. But His love for us remains constant. In this life, we, as people who are reminded of our own sin, may still be apprehensive about the inevitable, about death which will come. Not certain. Many people are not certain of their eternal life. But we as God's children can be. We know that we always have a home with Him because He has already made His home with us. Fear, lack of confidence before God seem to depend on how good or bad we think we may have been at any time. But you see, God's love is never earned. It comes to us first of all. Remember in our text, we're reminded that we love because God first loved us. And He always does love us in spite of our disobedience. He doesn't love the obedient more than the disobedient. He may be pleased with the obedience and saddened by the disobedience, but He loves them all, just as parents love their children. Those who follow instruction the first time, and you were like that, weren't you? Or those who, if I've told you once, I've told you, what was it, a hundred or a thousand? Or were there some other huge numbers that your parents had to add? But always there was love. God sent His Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. That's the, the verse that comes after John 3.16. I always like to add it. John 3.17, memorize that one too. God keeps showing His love. He gives eternal life. It's not earned. It's not conditional. It's a gift that comes to us through the saving work of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we allow Him to come into our life, to have greater influence in our life, His love coming to us creates that confidence that we can have before Him, knowing that He loves us, knowing that we live in His forgiveness, 
knowing that we are covered by the blood of Jesus Christ, knowing that in our baptism we have been united with Jesus in His life, His death, His resurrection, knowing that God sees us as His child always. That's what gives us confidence before God. Someone may say to you, I love you, but when do you believe that? The words are easily said. You can utter them very quickly. But don't you have confidence in the truth of those words? Don't you believe those words when that love has been demonstrated to you? God is always demonstrating His love. When a little child gives a hug to somebody, it's because they trust that person. Because that person has demonstrated love to them. And they are anxious to reciprocate, to reflect it back. God wants us to allow Him to make His love real to us. Now, how, how does His love come to us? Well, through His Word. Through His Word, through the sacraments, through the gift of the Holy Spirit whom you received in your baptism through the conversations that He longs to have with you in prayer, that communication, and through His Holy Spirit's always reminding us in our time of failure, of disappointment to ourselves or others, that God whispers, on the basis of His Word and through the power of the Holy Spirit into our life. You're forgiven. You're mine. I love you still. God wants to abide in us. Listen to a few more words from that first letter of John, a few verses before those that I read. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us. And His love is made complete in us. Well, your Father in Heaven isn't physically, visibly present for you to hug and tell how much you love Him. But our brother Jesus told us, remember, whatever you do for the least of these, my brothers, you do unto me. So, we love God. We say it, right? You have the opportunity 
always to demonstrate it by showing that love in word and action, in sacrificial living with those people with whom you share your life, the family at home, the people in your workplace, those that you meet in your comings and goings. We respond to them in kindness and love because we know how much we are loved. And children who know they are loved, have you noticed that they are confident in approaching life in so many ways? Have you noticed that it's not that difficult for them to make friends? Because they know how much they're loved. They have confidence that they are precious to their parents and to other people. You are loved. God wants you to have that confidence that you are His precious creation, His child, and that He has placed you right where He needs you to be, not only for your sake, but also for the sake of those with whom you share your days, your weeks, your months, your years, so that they might come to know His love as He has made it known to you. Well, Jesus is coming one day, could be today, could be next year, could be however long God sees fit, could be in His miraculous return, could be in meeting us in our last sleep. But you know, we have nothing to fear. Because the one who's coming loved us so much that he gave himself so that we might know that we belong to him. Amen. And the peace of God which passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.